welcome to the spark to your success my name is tj dow and i believe we all have a bright spark inside when you find yours and light it up not only do you light up inside and that feels amazing but you light up the world around you allowing others to feel that amazing too what a great gift to give not just to yourself but to the people around you the spark to your success podcast is designed to bring you a little inspiration, a little bit of insight and a lot of positivity into your day. So welcome to this episode for young people and the young at heart as we continue in our series about sexual and gender identity. The purpose of this series is to give young people who are from the LGBT plus community a voice provide young people who are questioning an opportunity to learn from those young people who have already embarked on that journey and to provide a bank of resources to help young people and parents to get the information and support that they need in this very important time of life and aspect of life. In today's episode, Taishan, my beautiful daughter, who identifies as lesbian, is interviewing another gorgeous girl, Tegan, who identifies as bisexual. It is a wonderful conversation about coming out or not, Camp America exploration, and bringing more awareness and information about sexual and gender identity into schools so that young people are supported and know where to go to find out more. Helpful hashtags, TikTok and social media are mentioned, and lots, lots more. So enjoy this enlightening conversation, just as I did. Welcome to you again. Thank you for coming on. I'm so excited to have a chat with you. How are you today? I'm really well. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm so excited to have a chat um, and hear all about your experience and everything that's helped. So just to start with, um, just tell us a little bit about yourself, your age, where you're from, pronouns, things like that. Okay, so I'm Tegan. I'm 23. I currently live in Swindon and my pronouns I identify as she and her and I'm bisexual. Um, And I'm, yeah, really looking forward to discussing these things with you. So you're bisexual, aren't you? Just tell us a little bit about when you realise you're bisexual and that experience of kind of coming to that realisation. For me, it's probably been about six or seven years now. So my friendship group, um, they have always been guys. I always got on with guys so much easier. And um, I've noticed that when I was younger, they would talk about dating and relationships and things like that. And I would just be open to that conversation too. I never felt as if it was something that I couldn't relate to. So I've kind of known since, since then, since I sort of started going through puberty and understanding who I am and my friends. And then I went to Camp America back in 2016. And when I went out there, I was met with so many women who also had similar views and experiences to me with that. And it was then that I sort of realized, actually, no, maybe this is something that I would want to explore further. And yeah, since then, I've just spoken to my friends about it and tried to understand and get a bit more knowledge on the subject. Yeah. Oh, amazing. It sounds like an amazing experience to go to Camp America. <laughs> that sounds so cool. And I think it does help as well, especially when you're kind of coming to terms with your sexuality. Yeah. To find people who have similar views to you yeah. and things that you might not have even thought about to then exactly. have those conversations. It's like, oh, okay, this is kind of like a new, a new world, a new view. It's exciting. Yeah. 
it definitely I think makes you feel comforted doesn't it to find people who are in the same community as you a hundred percent it um made me feel so much more sort of at ease understanding and knowing that other people are similar to me and that they have similar views and are it's about being open for me they are open to even discuss it was an important thing for me before I even figured out or knew for, for sure yeah definitely it's about conversation isn't it because you can learn so much about yourself having those conversations with other people it makes such a big difference I know obviously you said you had conversations with your friends about your sexuality and kind of coming to terms with it did you ever feel like you necessarily needed to come out um so that's something that I thought about quite a lot more so recently because when I was first discovering Um, who I was and trying to understand myself a little bit more I did speak to my friend who was closest to me at the time and we sort of spoke through things and it it wasn't until then that I sort of thought okay no I think I definitely am because I haven't had an experience with a girl or anything like that but I just felt like that was right for me and since then I haven't in words come out Um, it's just something that I just feel is not something I need to do so if you're you know typically straight you don't say oh mum just so you know I like a man it's not something that is expected so I don't feel like if you know if you do whoever you prefer you should have to justify that or explain just so you know I like girls too it's not a conversation that I feel should be necessary and I think there's a huge amount of pressure and sort of stigma around that conversation that can keep people from discussing their feelings to a certain extent. So like now I'm sat here doing this with you, but have I had a conversation and sat down with my mum and said, oh, actually, just so you know, I like girls too. No, I haven't, because I don't feel like it's something that I necessarily need to do. I know she would be accepting and it's not an issue, but for me, it's not something that I would need to discuss. If you see what I mean. Yeah, I completely, completely get that. I've actually, I've done one of these episodes with my mom, <laughs> who does the podcast, and I said the exact same thing. I said, I don't feel like I need to come out because I know exactly like you said, they'd all be very accepting of me. And like you said, straight people don't need to come out. And I understand that um, not everyone has the privilege of having kind of understanding families and stuff. It's a, it's a big thing for them. But I do completely get where you're coming from in the fact that coming out for us, it sounds like is a similar experience. It doesn't necessarily need to be a big thing. And I, I know that isn't the same for everyone. But no. I completely, completely get where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, so people have people generally been accepting that you've spoken to have you ever received any biphobia or anything like that personally no um everybody that I've spoken to has been of a younger generation so they have been so much more willing to have the conversation and I'm really open which is why I um wanted to do this with you because um I think it's important for more people to be able to understand these things um and be aware and be more knowledgeable so that they don't cause offense or even just to 
like with the pronouns and things you asked me that at the start and I thought that was such a lovely way of making somebody feel comfortable um so just making somebody feel at ease or being accepted I think is so important maybe my nan on the other hand if I was to speak to her because she is from an older generation I am unsure how she would handle something like that certainly everybody similar age to me or staff that work in the school they are extremely open-minded and are incredibly supportive and welcoming yeah definitely I think our generation and the generation below us their conversation is being had more isn't it it is just an open conversation and there's so many topics that were considered taboo before that now like we would openly have a conversation about it with no kind of hesitation and it would be a safe space as well to have those conversations without feeling judged and just feeling like you're opening up the conversation you can educate people and and change their perspectives on things so yeah Yeah, and that's that's what I wanted to say as well so because it's recently been mental health awareness week our school have been trying to educate the younger year groups on sexuality and gender Um, and some of our sick formers have put together a video to highlight these views and opinions and try to make it more of a talked about topic rather than you know students feeling uneasy or like they're unsafe to discuss these topics um so that's been incredible and the response has been amazing for these young people to talk about that's amazing that the school's done that and like getting their students as well the sixth formers to do it it's had I imagine even more of an impact yeah exactly because they can relate to that and you know it's is well it's one thing coming from staff so I walk around with my little rainbow bag and my um flag badge and I've had so many students come up to me like miss thank you so much for wearing that like that makes me feel good that makes me feel supported but I can imagine coming from peers and people that they look up to like the sick formers it can mean something else completely altogether. so I think it is a really good thing and a really powerful thing that these young people are doing Yes, definitely. And I think even yourself, like like you said, with the rainbow like bag, mm. bag and everything, I wish I had someone in school teacher. Mm. Um, like we actually went to the same school. Like I just wish we had yeah. someone, like a teacher who was so open about it to have those conversations. Cause I don't I don't actually recall anything in school being taught about LGBT community at all. Like not in sex ed, not in um like any lesson at all it just wasn't covered and it's a shame isn't it so for them to see representation in yourself and obviously with this video seems like it's definitely steps in the right direction I really hope so because like you said I was trying to think about it earlier when I was at school if there was anything like that or any teachers that I could relate to or just any open conversations about sexuality and gender and I couldn't think of any So it just shows how quickly things are developing and um, just being more generally accepting of everybody. Yes, definitely. Definitely. A hundred percent agree. It's so good that your school is given the opportunity for the sick formers to do it because not only helping the, the younger years, I bet it was really good for them to be a part of something that was an acting change in like literally the whole of the high school. It's yeah. amazing, isn't it? They're, they've done so well doing that. I'm really, really proud of those kids. 
Oh, amazing. Um, right. So what have you found is the kind of best support, whether that be your peers or family or any resources that you found? Is there anywhere that you think is be, had the best support? Well, actually, like most people, when we first went into lockdown, I really struggled with coping. I'm sure many people did. Um, and then trying to understand who I am as well. That was quite a, a challenge with both factors of that. So I've spoken to Mind now and again. They actually have a section on their website about sexuality, gender and uh, mental health, which is a good read. And I'm sure there are so many websites that promote those things that are really good resources to talk to. Um, and I actually find that social media has its pros and cons, of course, but for me, I've found lots of positive influences through those apps. So Instagram, now I follow lots of um, positive pages. They post sort of mindful quotes and things. Alongside, I follow some hashtags about teachers in the classroom and promoting mental health, sexuality and gender. So Every time I sort of see those things, I find it educational, but also quite uplifting. It's good to see those things and trying to understand other apps like TikTok and things. There are a few accounts on there uh, of people that are transgender and going through their experience and keeping up to date with their like personal experiences and their vlogs and things has been so eye opening to see sort of what they go through and their experience on things. And they're incredibly happy to talk and put that out there for the world. And I found for me, even though that's not something that I can relate to, it's still educational for me. I'm such a big advocate for TikTok and yeah. like the hilarious side of it that a lot of people see, like the LGBT community on yeah. TikTok is absolutely incredible. Is, yeah like there's so many um people who are bisexual a lot of people who are bisexual and lesbian come up on mine and it'll be things like how to know if you're bi you're a lesbian yeah. oh my god that's literally like what I was thinking I'm not on my own and like you said like mm -hmm. transgender I follow quite a lot of um people who are transgender on TikTok as well yeah. um, like you said it's amazing to just see their experience and for them mm -hmm. to be sharing it and raising awareness um, and I think with social media as well, like you said, it's got pros and cons, but it it's so important to create, like you've done, a positive space, a safe space on social media that you can go on it. And like you said, feel uplifted by it. You don't have to follow people that you don't want to follow that make you feel bad about yourself. Um, but it's a really good idea. I'm going to steal your idea of um, like following hashtags. That's yeah. such a good idea. I bet you get so many um, good posts from that. I do. And I've actually signed up. There was um, an account who sends you little positive, uplifting texts every now and again. It's completely free. And every now and again, I'll be at work or um, I'll just be at home sort of chilling, watching TV. And I'll look at my phone and I'll see a really positive message, something along the lines of your mental health matters or you are important, you are loved, little messages like that. And it really does change how you feel in that moment. Um, and you didn't know you needed it uh, until you see the messages. And it's so incredible. There are so many good people out there that just want to make you feel better. 
yeah I love that I'm gonna have to uh after the podcast I'll get that <laughs> um and we can put it in the notes because we're planning on putting loads of resources together so that should definitely be one of them because that sounds amazing mm-hmm. so um what advice would you give to parents because there's quite a lot of parents that I think will be listening to the podcast who maybe have children who are questioning their sexuality have you got any advice that you would give parents in that situation to kind of help them and their kids with working in a school we do have some parents that come to us for support because they're not sure where else that they can turn to so I have had some experience in that and charities organizations like NSPCC, for example, that has probably quite a stigma of what it's for, but they equally do um, a lot of work for LGBT, the whole community. Um, loads of charities that are easily accessible online through your phone, and they're there for advice, support in loads of different ways through the phone. You can just talk online, keep it anonymous as well if you like, because I can understand for the young person you know, deciding who they are and trying to understand themselves, it can equally be as challenging for a parent to see the child go through that or to try and provide the best support possible without saying the wrong thing or causing upset. They just, you know, just want to try and understand, which is an incredible thing. And I, like you said earlier, I know that that opportunity isn't always there for some people. But yeah, things like that have been helpful for some of our parents that we deal with. Um, So like I suggested to some of my parents uh, of my students, if you consider some iconic figures from, say, their generation and the younger generation. So you've got people like Elton John, for example, who have had so much success and have been open about sexuality. And then in contrast to that, you have sort of younger generation like Jojo Siwa who has recently come out and spoken to the whole population through social media about who she is and understanding herself and all of that is incredible for people to witness and see how to support them best and get advice from people that they would look up to I think that's incredible that they have put themselves out there for the public eye And they talk about it really openly, which is so good for parents and younger people to understand and see. I do agree, especially um, with the kind of, like you said about people, celebs or like you you tell John or Jojo Siwa, who is being amazing on Instagram, is having a girlfriend. She's what, only 17, I think. Yeah, she's quite young. And she's now, I'm sure I read that she's come out as pansexual now that was quite recently but she obviously has a very young demographic Mm -hmm. demographic of fans and it's incredible that she's come out to them she's so open about it and I bet Mm -hmm. both like I said both parents and children it's something that they can look up to and parents know that it's completely okay the kids Mm -hmm. know that it's completely okay because Mm -hmm. someone as big as them is is coming Mm -hmm. out it's amazing because they might not have people who are in the lgbtq plus community directly in their lives so for someone that they respect and look up to to come out is is must be such a good thing it can only be good couldn't it yeah right okay so this is this is the big question (laughs) um if you could go back in time 
what advice would you give to your younger self? I was asked that recently, actually, by a friend. Um, And I think for me, just to know that as long as I'm okay with myself, it doesn't matter what other people think. That's something that I am still battling with. It's not something that happens overnight. Um, But everything does happen for a reason. And you will be okay throughout all of this. And, you know, growing up and understanding who I am and finding my place in the world. Um, just to know that everything will be okay. There are so many people out there that will have your back. But I think the most important thing is to learn about yourself first and have all of the self-love possible. Um, Because at the end of the day, the only person that will always be there for you is you. So you really need to look after yourself and give yourself all of the love and nurture before you then project that to the world. As long as you can be okay with yourself and figuring out who you are is such a battle and it will be I'm sure for a lifetime but just finding that sort of safe space in your mind with the people around you I think that will really help how um, how I even progress in my future with my experiences and people that I meet yes I love that Yes, I love that. Like you said, it's creating a safe space, isn't it? And you want to create a safe space around you with the people around you. But I think definitely the most important thing is creating a safe space inside you and Mm. to be accepting of who you are. And Mm. like we always say, sexuality is fluid and Mm. it can be a lifetime of yourself. And you've just got to create that safe space to do that within you and for you it's so much easier said than done obviously um and I've even um started buying these beautiful journals I think one was called start where you are and it's got little prompts and positive quotes to try and make you really think and loads of different questions and just drawings and things like that that you can enter and I tend to do it when I find that I'm slipping a little bit mentally or if I'm just feeling quite anxious I will go to this journal and I will find a nice page in there read one of the quotes and try and fill out one of the the prompts Um, and I find that that really helps me so much just to get my thoughts out onto paper and then visually see them even if it means that you tear it up and bin it afterwards at least you've had that release and that has really helped me personally um, with figuring things out that sounds like a really good resource actually like you said just getting all your thoughts out on paper even if you don't keep them it is a really good release it is really cathartic normally Um, Mm -hmm. and if you do keep them and in a couple of years time you could read back through them and obviously you can see how much progress you've made or like I said you can bin them and have done with it but yeah I think that's a really good resource and I love the idea of having just pretty journals I love yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming on and sharing all your experiences and your knowledge and your resources you've been amazing thank you so much so that was the interview with Tegan that you've been listening to Tayshan, tell us what you found most interesting about that interview I loved this interview it was so good it was really I really enjoyed hearing Tegan's point of view, especially um, from working in a school. I think it's really interesting to hear it from like a teacher's point of view and all the things she's been doing in her school, especially the video 
um, that the sixth formers did. I absolutely, I loved that idea. And hopefully other teachers or parents or kids that are listening um, could take that idea and kind of do that in their schools because it sounds like that was really helpful. Yeah. Um, another thing that I really liked um, about the episode with um, Tegan w- was the conversation we had about coming out and yeah. how um, coming out, she didn't really see it as necessary, which I, I, I gr- agreed with. Um, but she said kind of from the point of view that straight people don't have to come out. Yeah. You would never, like, if if I was straight, I would never say to you, oh, by by the way, um, I'm I'm dating a man. Like, I, you would just never do that. <laughs> yes. like, I just have to tell you before we go on, I do need to let you know I'm straight. Yeah. Like, it, you don't have those conversations, do you? That's mad. Imagine. It's actually comical to think about a world in which, uh, like, you would have to do that. So yeah. I think that was a really interesting point and obviously we recognize that coming out is a big thing for a lot of people but yeah that that kind of put it into perspective like kind of gave me a different perspective about um coming out the other thing that um I've done actually since that podcast recording um Tegan mentioned about how um there's this Instagram account that you sign up um via text and it sends you text messages yes um yeah, we spoke about it after the podcast recording um, and I actually signed up to it. And sometimes, like she said, you don't know you need it. And then it, the text will just come through. Like one came through um, yesterday that said, it's OK to not know what comes next. Yeah. Or like last weekend, it was you deserve joy. It's just so nice. So so you have been listening to me, TJ Dow. And the fabulous Tayshan Dow on the Spark to Your Success podcast. Join us in the next episode for more in this series about sexual and gender identity. And in the meantime, stay amazing.